You're listening to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. Hey guys, this is Pastor Vlad inviting you to a Race to Deliver 2018 conference with Apostle Gen Chi. Every year we've been seeing people get healed, delivered, and set on fire to pursue God. And 2018 conference will be no different. We would love to see you here. If you want more information, just go to our website, hungrygen.com slash conference. And now let's get to the message. We're going to continue today the series on Jesus. In our church last couple of weeks, last three weeks, we've been talking about the personal Jesus. Now, if you're here for the first time and you, you might expect that church would, uh, church would talk about Jesus every every Sunday right yes we do but we are dissecting this last last three four weeks we're dissecting the person of Jesus we're looking at his characteristics we're looking at his character we're looking at the person of Jesus who he is and how does he apply to my everyday life because there's many religions there's many theories there's many things around the world uh, there's many good good teachings good teachers out there but many times it's only a theory and very little can be applied in our life and to make our life for better but that's not who Jesus is and that's not what he came to do and last three weeks we have been discovering who Jesus is last Sunday Pastor Vlad was talking about the divinity of Jesus Christ that Jesus he is the son of God yes he was a hundred percent man but he was a hundred percent God and we we looked into that and we discovered who God as an impersonated as Jesus and what he came to do here on earth today I'm going to continue that uh, and I'm going to continue talking about Jesus but today we're going to look at Jesus as our Savior say Savior say Jesus is my Savior see when we come to church and we hear this world Jesus he is a savior he's a savior of the world we start our service our service with singing Jesus is our savior he is our redeemer and and that you know from the first time you come to church you hear the word savior but if you don't understand what you're saved from it will be hard to put up and to, to put a value to place a value on Jesus being a savior if you don't know what you're saved from then the word savior means very little to you then it's just another name another label that Christians put on Jesus is somebody with me there was a, a friend uh, uh, of a family in Spokane uh, a friend uh, a friend of our family in Spokane a pastor actually went out uh, during the winter on a lake to fish one of those frozen lakes and he was as he was fishing he fell under the ice and began to drown and the problem was there's nobody around it was only him he was gonna go with his friend to fish but his his friend bailed on him last minute and so he decided just to do it by himself and then this happens he falls under ice with his thick coat with his boots with all this it begins to weigh him down he's trying to make his way up but if you ever and I've I've gone through that experience myself I've when I um, was crossing the river 
back in Russia when I was young so I could cut about a mile and a half worth of uh, way when I was heading to school so when the river gets frozen we would cross through the river and one time I fell under the river tried to get myself out but the problem is the moment you try to push yourself up you keep breaking ice and keep going down again and keep and then at some point you start having cramps because the water is super cold you have this heavy coat on and then you ran out of strength and you go under and die and so fortunately for me I was not too far from shore I was able to break my way out of the ice and, 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 and uh, get out and there were some other people crossing they helped me to accomplish that but this in this particular case our friend family friend pastor he has nobody around and he is trying to get up on top of it keeps breaking and going down the ice keeps breaking he keeps going down and and he said that's it he said his prayers in his mind he said I'm gonna die and as he was, came up for his last breath the car was driving by and he starts screaming and yelling waving waving his hands and somebody came to rescue and rescued him and he was his savior and this pastor was explaining and he says you know at that moment I owe this person my whole life everything that I have all of my possessions I would have given it to him if that would have been enough but I know there was nothing that I could have said nothing I could have done that would have equaled to what he did for me see when you find yourself and you understand what you've been saved from then the word savior has a whole different meaning you begin to appreciate what it means and today hopefully we can unpack and discover a little bit about why Jesus is our savior and why this word means so much to us and our whole Christianity and belief is built on the fact that he is our savior open with me to Luke chapter 2 and I'm going to read a scripture usually that's read around Christmas time but we're close enough how many of you guys are excited for Christmas how many are already playing Christmas music my wife was playing Christmas music Micah Buble this morning I'm not much of a Christmas guy but we'll go along with the story Luke chapter 2 verse 10 but the angels reassured them don't be afraid he said I bring you good news that will bring a great joy to all people here's the key verse for today verse 11 the Savior yes the Messiah the Lord has been born to you in Bethlehem the city the city of David I was reading for NLT translation the Savior the Messiah has been born to you when angels introduced Jesus into this world to the humanity they introduced him as the Savior so if he is my Savior then the question the automatic question is what am I saved from and maybe it's your first time at church maybe somebody invited you you're here today you might be asking is do I even need to be saved I feel like I'm a good person I feel like I haven't done anything bad I feel like I haven't done any crime or in specifically hurt anybody or at least intentionally I feel like I'm a good person do I need a savior what are we saved from we are saved from God himself you say what do you mean but I thought God is love see we are saved from God's wrath because God is holy his holiness demands justice and justice demands punishment if the law is broken if the rules are broken therefore if God to be God he must be holy 
and if he is to be holy he must he must be just and if he's just he must punish those that break law without law it's chaos without order God wouldn't be God without justice sometimes for us it's hard to comprehend but how God can be loving and merciful and at the same time he can be just we see many religions preach that their God is merciful and at the same he's just but mercy and justice are contradicting words they can't coexist in the same environment because if you go to court and somebody has wronged you somebody did something uh, bad to you somebody made you suffer a loss and you are the victim and you're facing uh, a um, a predator in court or somebody that wrongs you or hurts you you will demand justice from a judge and if judge if, and, and if if judge will give uh, some uh, something less than justice and punishment to the somebody who wronged you you will cry foul you won't cry mercy you will cry for justice but if you're on the other side you'll be asking if you're the one that been in wrong you'll be asking for mercy so how can our God claim to be love claim to be loving and at the same time to be just Allah claims to be loving and forgiving and at the same time just you can't be both and we'll discover how God solved this dilemma by sending Jesus Christ on this earth by taking our punishment our sin not dismissing justice he punished the sin punishment was accomplished on Jesus and extending us our mercy, uh, 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 extend us mercy. See, we escaped God's wrath, and as a result, we escaped His punishment. Because Jesus is our Savior. Being a good, being a good person doesn't qualify you to go to heaven. Being, doing the good things, doesn't make you. A good enough person on God's scale of justice to get you to heaven to get you a good pass see that was a man Cornelius in the, in the New Testament Bible says that he was a good man Bible says that he did good things he spent his money on others he helped many others he was a, a Bible says a good just person but even that person angel came to him and said send for Paul so that he can preach the gospel uh, Peter I'm sorry to preach the gospel to you and then so he could be saved even such a good man as Cornelius had to have gospel preached and he had to receive Jesus Christ to be qualified to be a candidate of heaven um there's this funny story that i remember uh in our earlier days as a youth ministry as a ministry i was um we would do these um evangelical outreaches and um we have a power evangelism team now and we do this awesome things called power evangelists we go and we share the gospel with people by just spreading the love praying for people and uh, uh praying for healing and just just loving on people and then if the opportunity presents to present the gospel well we used to do a little bit different way um we used to go out and you can imagine um me but going back 10 years and you think if i have a russian exit now think about 10 years ago how terrible it was we'll roll up about this time of the year maybe a little bit later when it gets dark pretty pretty quick to the mall with this leather jacket looking like a russian mafia 
and we would pray on our victims that coming out of the mall in the dark standing there in the corner in the shade and when somebody comes up and we were like hey yo do you think you're a good person and they'll be like I'm about to get like mugged or something do you think you're a good person huh um be like you know so I remember this one case this this kid maybe he was about 15 16 years old I mean this guy was just scared bejesus out of him <laughs> he thought he's gonna get mugged or something or, or get uh, trafficked I don't know and he's like I, 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 I think so I, I don't know I, I'm a very good person I'm a very good kid uh, and I'm like um, so oh so you think so right I'm like well have you ever said something that's not true yes I did so you're a liar huh like um well I guess if you put it that way like have you have you ever you know have you ever stole anything um no I not didn't so you didn't take anything that wasn't yours well, well I did I did I did take you know but small things nothing big so you're a thief too huh okay so you're a liar and a thief have you ever looked a woman with the lust well you know guys everybody does it uh-huh so you're a liar thief and an adulterer it's like man you're going to hell you know that <laughs> and then we'll be like well I have a good news for you you know Jesus right and so there's one way to share gospel to convince people but they're not that they're not good but you know putting the final story aside if we check ourselves and if we check if we put our goodness doesn't matter how how good it is you can be a mother Teresa or the most nicest person in this world if you measure your goodness up to God's standard you miss the mark you don't measure up this is what Bible calls sin word sin simply means missing the mark not hitting a bullseye and many of us we don't even hit the what do you call that um, target we're not even we're not even talking about hitting a bullseye some of us messed up so much so bad we've hurt so many people we don't qualify for heaven only Jesus can make us qualify so let's look about let's look at the law first why the law you know it sounds like why would then God give us the law if we knew we couldn't keep it if we knew we couldn't make it if we knew we couldn't measure up God has given us in Exodus chapter 20 God has given 10 commandments and most people think that there's only about there's only 10 commandments in reality if you read Deuteronomy there's about 613 commandments so if you think it's hard to keep 10 commandments try 613 of them so um, there is a law why God has given the law we're gonna get to Jesus as our Savior but first I want to lay a foundation so we understand what we're being saved from the law was given to humanity because God is good you say what do you mean God gave the law because he's good I mean there's so much restriction so much things and at the end he knows we won't measure up and he's gonna throw us in hell for it how's that good well the law was given for three reasons first reason the law was given for our own benefit God loved us so much and he knew that if we don't have laws and constitution and restriction the world would be a chaos because in our own heart we are deprived we are not good therefore we won't do good things for example if you look at the law ten commandments if you can put up ten commandments on it like just put all of them up we'll just go quickly most of you guys know for example if you think about the obvious one don't murder I mean it's a good for society it's good for us right don't steal 
Don't bear false witness. Uh, don't commit adultery. All those things are, are good for us. You know, most of us don't disagree on the bottom five or six. We know that if we don't have these laws and rules, our society will be chaos. There's going to be so much pain, murder. There's going to be so much trouble. That just the law is good for us. And God being good, He knew what would be good for us. That's why He has given us. A lot of people uh, have those that share the same faith. They maybe have problem with few first few commandments but if you know God says that he is love and he said that it should be no other God but me what he was saying is that without me you will have no love in your life he said without me you have no love in your life so that's why you shouldn't put anything first in your life but me that's the first law because without love a life will suffer amen and some will say we have experienced in a personal life how we suffered without God's love in our life for example the second one says do not make idols you know what could be harmless from these little statues or or pictures or or, or other things but we see through that throughout the new uh, throughout the old testament and we see practical today in the world that a lot uh, to a lot of those idol images are demons that are attached to them and anything anywhere that demons are attached demons come with one task to kill steal and destroy so god knew that there that the idols will bring harm into our life it will expose us to evil to really bad evil in the world he said don't make other idols so as you see and we can go down through every single one of them and we can see that God's law is good and it's for our good and because God loves us he made put those restrictions so that we can enjoy peace harmony and love not so that God will take away fun and excitement and all other things that at the end destroy and ruin us God's lie is good can you say good? good amen amen second thing the reason why God gave the law and I'm just going to go quickly through that is to govern people we know it takes three things to have a nation common people common land and common laws and institutions so that there could be nations so that it can be government so that it can be order so that it can be hierarchy so that people can live in peace and prosperity and number three is God's given us the law so he can expose our sinful nature yes so God will expose the need that we have for God that without God we're nothing without Jesus we can't survive we can't live a good life the law Bible says in, J uh, in James that it was it's like a mirror it shows us our faults it shows us the things that we sh we we're coming up short in Galatians God uh, Apostle Paul says that the law serves as a tutor that tutors us and brings us to Jesus it shows how we as a human nature we're depraved we are broken we are disturbed in our nature and that we need Jesus we need Savior you have to understand that the underlying issue of all pain and suffering in this world the bitter root of all evil and suffering in the world is sin because if you will remove sin from this world you will have a perfect world you have a harmonious world you're gonna have a joyful world you're gonna have people living in peace and harmony and enjoying their life the root of the problem was and is sin 
And God the Father, He saw the issue. He saw what's going on. He saw that Ten Commandments, the laws and regulations, they can't save us. They, will, they only expose our nakedness. They only expose our shortcomings. In His wisdom and His in his wisdom and his infinite glory he came up with this plan he sent jesus christ to save us from our sin and the way he did the way he devised this plan is that he could not not punish sin he could not not be just and holy because otherwise he's gonna cease from being god so by sending jesus christ and placing our sin on Jesus he punished that sin on Jesus on the cross by death therefore giving us mercy and letting us go free as though we never did any crime that's what Jesus did for us that's why we need a savior that's why you need a savior without Jesus you can't make it to heaven without Jesus it's like Noah's story God decided to punish the earth for all the evil that was going on but he told him he gave him a plan he gave him said build a boat and in that boat when Noah built it it was only one door in and 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 out and it was shut and that door symbolizes Jesus Jesus says I am the way I am the only way the truth and the light and just like God poured out the, his first wrath on earth and executed his judgment because he had to remain just he spared Noah in the boat and because Noah and his family was in a boat he was saved and today you and me as long as we are in Jesus Jesus takes the punishment and we are saved because we are in Jesus amen church let's put our hands together for Jesus Christ Jesus is the only solution see cross did not change God cross revealed the fullness of God in the new in the old testament we see God punishing people we see God's wrath and some sometimes uh this one young boy as 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 parents were reading a uh, a story to um, to him at night and sharing the love of Jesus he said he said to his parents I think God got saved in the New Testament because he is much nicer than he is in the Old Testament. God, God did not get saved in the New Testament. He did not become nicer. He was always nice. It's just the cross revealed the fullness of God. Vertical is his justice, is his measuring stick and a horizontal when he stretched his arms he showed his love to the whole humanity. God love, God is love he is mercy he's forgiven yes he's just and his holiness demands justice and punishment and he punished Jesus for our sins and justified us in Jesus mighty name you know today we were singing the beautiful exchange song this is what happened at the cross what happened at the cross was Jesus taking a, taking our punishment taking our sin taking the consequences of sin and giving us a new life and justifying us and I'm gonna finish with this story there was one tribe leader and um, 
in in his tribe he saw there was a lot of chaos there was a lot of things going on there was no order people getting hurt people hurting each other and he wanted to be he was a good leader he wanted to better his tribe so he sat down with some of the elders and together they penned out a hundred rules that will govern the tribe that every everybody has to submit to everybody had to subscribe to and everybody has to follow and of, and of course so that the rules will be enforceable and everybody will have a motivation to follow the rules there had to be some kind of a consequences there has to be some kind of punishment for not following the rules so everybody agreed to to do a hundred lashes for one rule broken and so it was a severe punishment but it's something that would strike fear in the hearts of people that would make them follow the 100 rules and live in peace and harmony and one morning there was a commotion outside of the leader's tent and he came out to see what was happening and the people of the tribe brought to him his son tribe's leader's son and convicted him of breaking one of the rules and tribe members were standing on the side and they wanted to see is the leader of the tribe gonna follow his own rules or he's gonna bend it and break it to save and justify his son and the tribe leader and the tribe leader was um, thinking about it and he was wondering he mean he felt sorry for his son he knew his son was young he wasn't he wasn't sure if his son was good was be will be able to handle the the hundred lashes he he, he, he had felt love and compassion for his son like any parent would do but he was facing a choice whether he's gonna remain just and gonna enforce the law and gonna enforce the order and harmony and unity in his tribe or he's gonna break it and bend the rule for his son's sake and so he turned to the people and he said go ahead and take my son and tie him to the pole get him ready get him ready to give him a hundred lashes everybody was surprised and amazed and as they were getting ready to beat him the leader the tribe leader he took off his shirt he went and stood behind his son embraced him and he said go ahead now start beating and the executioner he executed the punishment he gave a hundred lashes and everybody saw that justice was served yet his son was spared and this is what Jesus did on the cross for you and me he knew that we can't measure up he knew that we can't even fulfill the Ten Commandments much more than 613 he knew that we fall short of his glory that our sin will not get us to heaven that even if we try the hardest even if we press through if we be our best self we still fall short compared to his holiness and to his standard so God decided you know he said I love these people they're my creation they might they're my humanity I love them so much I put so much in them I made them in my image they reflect me I don't want them to suffer I don't want them to live under curse I don't want them to live under pain under poverty I don't want them to live in depravity I want to help them but I can't help them unless I break my justice so he said I'm gonna send my son and I'm gonna take the sins of the world and I'm gonna place it on Jesus and I'm gonna punish Jesus instead of them because Jesus can handle it because he can take it he is the Savior of the world and then he justified us you know what word justified means when you go to court 
and God shows you mercy mercy simply means you did wrong but you will go free from the consequences but justice means is that if you were convicted of crime somebody else steps in and says I did that crime punish me this person done nothing wrong and you go you get to go free without even a record that you've done of anything wrong and somebody else takes the punishment that's what Jesus did on the cross for us he didn't just show mercy he didn't just show compassion and love through the cross Jesus had to die for our sins so that he could carry out the punishment so that we could be righteous meaning in a right standing with God without spot and blemish clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Bible says that Jesus done nothing wrong he was like a lamb led to the slaughter he was a perfect human being and he took yours and my punishment so that we today don't have to carry that in Jesus name let's put our hands together for Jesus who is our Savior so that's what it means being saved that's what it means Jesus is our Savior I hope next time we come together and we worship and we begin to sing that, sing that Jesus is our Savior I hope you begin to understand and and have a deeper meaning and appreciation of who Jesus as a Savior to you that without him you're nothing and without him you don't qualify for salvation but if you are in Jesus like Noah you are saved from God's wrath in the mighty name of Jesus. Have you received something this morning? Thanks for listening to this week's message from Hungry Generation. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat by using at HungryGen. Stay blessed, and we'll see you next week.